Hello, and welcome to the Empowerography Podcast. This is a platform created for women's voices to be heard and a place to share their stories, journeys, and successes with the world for the purpose of helping other women who might be on similar journeys. We are empowering women one episode at a time. I'm your host, Brad Walsh, so kick back, grab one of your favorite beverages, and enjoy the stories. If you're looking for jewelry that makes an impact on your self-care routine and your style, Empowerography would love to offer you a discount code to one of our exclusive partners, Quartz and Canary Jewelry and Wellness Company. Please use code EMPOWER15 to receive 15% off upon checkout at www.quartzandcanary.com. Quartz and Canary is truly the place where spirituality meets style. Hello there, Brad Walsh here your host of the Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest is Yvette Bowden. She is the founder and creator of Awakened Woman and an author. How are you doing today, Yvette? Hello, Brad. How are you? I am well. (laughs) I'm doing awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here and share a bit about your story and your journey with us here today. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. I love your podcast. Thank you. So as I mentioned, you are the founder and creator of Awakened Woman, which is a digital platform designed to inspire and invigorate females. You're also the author of your first book. And of course, last but certainly not least, your mother. Can you tell us the name of the book and when it came out? It is called A Journey to Becoming the Best Self. It was published in 2019 by Black Rose Writing. And it's sort of a self-help slash memoir about my journey from divorce to the becoming the awakened woman. Amazing. Was writing a book something you'd always wanted to do? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) So how did this whole thing come about then? I always say this, the book wrote me, I Ah. went through, yeah, I went through a painful divorce and I felt very alone during that time. And writing the book was sort of, I call it, God, this is awful, but I call it throwing up on paper. Um, It's sort (laughs) of this this purge. I needed to purge. And as I purged all of these emotions and, you know, wrote about this experience, and it's not specifically the divorce, it's more like the depression and the denial and just all the stages that you go through, I realized that I'm not the only one. I mean, if you think about 49, 50, 51% of marriages ending in divorce, I knew there were more women out there that were feeling like me. And I felt that this was a story that was relatable, that other women could connect to. And, you know, I wanted to share that because I wanted other women out there to feel like, you know what, she's going through it. She got through it. I can too. Amazing. How long did it take you to write the book or throw up on the paper? As you <laughs> I know it's so awful. Um, how long did it take me? It took about it took about a year, uh, a year and a half with the okay. editing process. And where can people find and purchase the book? The book is at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. Beautiful. Now I know is that as creatives, we all have our own processes when we sit down to create our, our art. Can you tell us a bit about your process when you wrote the book and how that whole thing came together for you? Should I leave the bottle of wine out of the process? (laughs) 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 There were some nights. What is my process? You know, I honestly, I write from the heart, you know, I, 
could sit here and tell you, well, I wrote every day. No, I didn't write every day. I wrote when I was not so much inspired, but I would say either empowered or just sad. It, yeah. it was sort of a therapy for me. And since I write from the heart, I have to feel, literally feel what I'm writing. Yeah. So no, I just wrote when when I felt that I needed to say something. That must have been incredibly cathartic for you. Oh, have you read the book? <laughs> it's no, pretty raw. not yet. I have not. <laughs> I will have to pick that up and read it. It's pretty raw. I talk about, I think one of the things that, you know, we as human beings can be, can be most vulnerable about is talking about ourselves. Right. And for me, talking about my depression was very difficult because I wrote it. I was honest. I was very just raw about the experience and some of the metaphors in there. I mean, you could really feel what I was going through. What authors do you admire? Who are a couple of your favorites that you look up to? Oh gosh, there's so many. One of the authors, and and she just comes up because I recently read one of her latest books. Isabel Allende is one of my absolute favorites. She is so honest about her life and about what she thinks and her stories are just, she connects to women and she writes in a way that you know that she has been through something and it's, it's almost like a gift she's giving you, a piece of yeah. herself. And I love that. I love that. Awesome. Now, as mentioned earlier, Yvette, you're the founder of Awakened Woman. Can you talk to us a bit about this platform and tell us what it's all about? Wow. It's, it, you know, it's a work in progress. <laughs> so I started with, obviously, the book. And I started the platform as sort of a compliment to the book. There's articles, there's interviews, there's short stories as well. And they're all related to, you know, topics about love, about relationships, about identity, about, you know, balancing being a mom, about the trials and tribulation of being a mom. There's so many issues that we deal with as women. Some yeah. of them we don't even want to shed light on, you know, for shame yeah. or embarrassment and i just want to you know put out those topics out there that no one else is talking about or no one else is or better said people are sort of you know touching on the superficial i sort of want to get into more in-depth stories for example you know i write about domestic abuse about assault sexual assault i really get to some deep issues Topic, um, topics that people aren't usually willing to talk about. Absolutely. And as a Latina, you know, we have so many taboos. There are so many things we're not supposed to talk about. Right. And I'm sort of trying to shatter that glass, for, for lack of a better phrase, and just kind of put it all out there. Because I think we need to hear these things. We need to acknowledge all these issues and, and talk about them. Because that's the only way to A, understand each other better and just, I think, feel compassion for others. Yeah. Well, that's that's how we start working towards solutions around these things is through conversation. And if no one's talking about them, the issues aren't going to start to get resolved. Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I'm so proud of and you and I have discussed is, you know, I started in 2020, actually yeah. during the pandemic, this empowerment series. 
And it's a series of interviews with well-known women, celebrities, entrepreneurs that are willing to share. Not, it's, it, they're not interviews about, you know, what are you doing? What project are you doing? What, you know, what, what yeah. are you working on? It's more like, I want to know about you, about your yeah. personal journey. Give me something, you know, lend me one of your gifts that I can pass on to our readers. Yes. So every, inter every interview literally has a different subject matter. And I, I make sure that I put that in the title of the interview. So I'll say one woman shares uh, her journey of pain, her journey of, you know, joy. Of, they're, they're just so many different topics. And each woman really does inspire a different topic. It's just so beautiful to listen to all these stories. I love it. We all have a story, right? Every, everybody does. Yes, 100%. And that's what I want to bring to light. And I, I mean, I don't know if you've had a chance to read some of these interviews, but they inspire me. Yeah. And I, and I, <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yvette, what was the inspiration behind starting Awakened Woman? The inspiration was hope. I know what it's like to live in a moment where you feel hopeless, where you feel only darkness. And I wanted to give that gift of hope to other women. And I believe the way to do that is to share our stories. That's how we connect and that's how we inspire. Amazing. Now, I thought, so the book came before the platform of Awakened Women. Woman, well, the book, it's the first thing that I started working on, but the platform was started and then the book was published. It takes, ah, okay. as I'm sure you know, it yes. takes a while to shop it. <laughs> yes. Get it, you know, get the edits in. But definitely, I started the book first. Yeah. Now, you have sat down and done some interviews with some pretty big names in the entertainment and entrepreneurial world. Can you tell us about some of the incredible women you've had the opportunity to, to interview? Oh, gosh. Oh, there's so many and there's so many stories. One of the stories that sticks out would be Lisa Vidal. She's been on Grey's Anatomy, Baker and the Beauty, Mary Jane on BET. She shared her journey of, you know, if, if you follow Lisa on, you know, on social media, she mm -hmm. is this incredibly energetic, just joyful, positive being. And she shared her journey. I, I didn't know, but she went through a bout of cancer. And, right. you know, she talked about how faith was what she held on to during that process and how she came out stronger on the other side. But, you know, she's just one example. I've also interviewed women like Jamie Azorio, which is a well-known actress. She's been in Fast and the Furious and she's done telenovelas. Who else have I interviewed? Gosh, <laughs> there's so many. Um, you put me on the spot. Uh, Maria Trusa, which I always mention because her story is incredibly inspirational. She is a CEO of Forme Medical Center in Westchester. She's a, you know, strong, intelligent, just uh, incredible woman who was raped at the age of nine. Wow. And, yeah. And that was one of the most difficult interviews I've had to do. I read her book in 48 hours yeah. and it's a very intense book. And then I had to sit with her and ask her really difficult questions, yeah. you know, and that was something that I had to prepare for. I had to make sure that 
she was okay with my questions because, you know, I don't shy away from the tough subjects. So I yeah. am going to ask, you know, those questions, but I always make sure that the women behind the story are, you know, are comfortable. Of, that's of really essential. Yeah. Um, that's, that's just a matter of respect. And yeah. Absolutely. Um, I also interviewed the CEO of Hint, Hint Water. She is incredibly inspirational. Gosh, there's so many. <laughs> there's so many. Christina Vidal from, from ABC. I mean, there's so many yeah. stories, so yeah. many. And each of them is a gift to me and to the readers. And I write, you know, these articles in a respectful way that honors the women that I'm interviewing. I love that. How do you approach and get these women to do the interviews with you, these women of such high stature? Wow. You know, I have an old friend, and, and I'll never forget this. He always had these amazing opportunities. And I remember I asked him, how do you get all these, I mean, opportunities? You, you know, you get these jobs with like, you know, great vacation, great pay. And he looked at me and he said, you don't ask, you don't get. And the worst that people can say is no. And let yeah. me tell you, I've gotten no's and, and some people will just completely ignore me. And that's okay. Yeah. People get busy or they're just, you know, maybe the platform is not big enough for them or yeah. whatever the case may be. But, you know, all you need is that one yes to kind of get you going. Yeah. And then once I, I swear to you, once I started, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ask. The worst <laughs> people can say is no. And, and that'll be okay because I'll go on to the next one. That's and that, it. you know, the, that challenge, it, it's almost like, you know, fuel for the fire. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> do you do you reach out on social media? Do you email? Is it a combination of both? It's whatever works. There's so many ways to reach out to people nowadays. No, I'll try everything. I'll try yeah. email. I'll try getting in touch, in touch with their PR person, social media whatever works. Sometimes, you know, I'll just post and say, Hey, can you give me an interview? Most people ignore me, but that's okay. That's okay. And you know, the people that I do ask, I don't, I think, you know, one of the things that I make sure to do is, you know, when I ask, I'm, I'm following you. I appreciate you. Yes. I, you know, I, I honor what the work that you're doing. It's, it's not, it's not so much a, a transactional thing where yeah. you do this for me, I do this for you. Yeah, that's, that's not what it's about. It's about sharing these important stories because I think these stories are worth telling. Yeah. Well, it comes from a place of, of authenticity. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. It does. It does. What is it that lights you up the most about the work you do with your platform, Awakened Woman? I call it planting seeds. I've received you know, direct messages or emails from women in countries that I honestly never even dreamed of visiting or never even, some of them I didn't even know existed, to be honest. I mean, how many, you know, how many places do we have around the world? Yeah. But when I get emails or, or messages from women, you know, in countries like Kenya or Pakistan who tell me, you know, the work that you're doing is important. You know, you've inspired me. You, you know, you motivate me. You make me feel like, you know, I can do more. Those are the things that, you know, they, they light me up because it's almost like a little light in someone else's life, being that little just spot of hope in someone else's life. And that makes it all worth it. I love that. 
what would you say is your ultimate goal for the platform and where do you want to take it? Where do you see this going in the next, say, three to five years? Honestly, I don't see that sort of finish line or that, you know, that there is no end. It's limitless. I mean, I want to reach as many women as possible. I want to inspire and send out a message of positivity to as many women in the world as I can. And that can take, that could take a lifetime. I even ask, you know, so I'd say, what do I see? I see myself growing the platform to the point where I could reach millions of women. That's what I want. These stories are, they're just incredible. And I, and I want, one of the things that I definitely want the readers and the listeners to know is you can go as far as you believe you can. You know, it's, I never thought I would start a platform. I never knew I was a writer. Yeah. I mean, I found it later in life. I was like, okay, I'm pretty good at this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, you know, I'm going to keep doing this until, yeah. you know, while people are reading, I will continue doing it. And, you know, even if people weren't reading, I'd keep doing it because even if I change one person's life, that's yeah. a win. So I don't know. It's to me the you know it's limitless. I just want to reach as many people as possible, and that's going to take time and it takes work and and persistence. Yes, absolutely. Now your platform is all about women, women's empowerment, inspiring women. So you're obviously a huge advocate of women's empowerment, encouraging and inspiring women. Can you speak about what those things mean to you on a personal level? Wow. <laughs> Your questions on a personal level. I've, you know, one of the things that I lacked as a young lady for different reasons, and that's Mm -hmm. another podcast. We'll have you back. But one of the things that I struggled with was self worth, self love. And to me, just the idea that I can, you know, I have this power to change lives or to influence lives in any way in a positive way is you know is more than more than i've dreamed of it's it's to me that is empowering being able to influence others in a good way in a positive way and you know just promoting inspiration promoting goodness to me yeah. that is empowerment i love it now I come from a corporate background and I've seen even now still that mindset and behavior of the old boys club mentality. And when it comes to equal pay for women and when it comes to C-suite level positions in corporations. And I think it's absolutely horrible because of course that's a 1940s mentality. I mean, we are starting to see a shift in mindset with a lot more women. What are your thoughts on the landscape of entrepreneurship and women-run businesses? Are you seeing a shift in terms of more women making the jump into entrepreneurship? And if so, why do you think that is? Absolutely, hands down. I have seen, I mean, the level of women, you know, starting their own business, I think is just booming. Why? You know, I'd like to say it's that we are trying to claim our independence or trying to make a mark. That may be part of it, but I also think we're trying to be part of the change, you know, the change of mindset, the change of, you know, what a woman is supposed to be like or, you know, what we're trying to break a mold. 
I think it's it's it has a lot to do with that. It's not just about you know being independent. That absolutely is part of it. But I think we want to be part of sort of this movement where we are creating change and we are contributing to the economy in huge ways. So just making a mark, I think, is is a big part of it. We we want to be seen. Yeah. You know. And I think that has a lot to do with it. And I, I love it. I mean, my daughter is 18. And as we talked about, she just left for college. Yeah. And, <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. And I am so excited about what the world will look like for her in, you know, four or five years, because she is studying neuroscience, but she's also creating her own designs. She went to a high school of fashion industries and she creates her own designs and she sews them and you know she wears them i wear them and she looks at me and she's like mom i could do both of these things absolutely you can it's just it's going to take work and it's going to take sacrifice but absolutely you can and just being able to empower her that way i mean it just it it lights me up because the girls from today this is what they're going to be, you know, being, it's almost like we're giving, we're passing on that baton. We're passing that power. So absolutely. I think entrepreneurship, this is just the beginning. Yeah. It's so important to instill into our children, boys and girls from a very young age that they can do anything. Like you said with your daughter, of course you can do both of these things. Absolutely. You can. It is so key because I think that if we start doing that with them at a very young age, then, then it just becomes inherent in them. It just becomes part of their DNA and they just grow up knowing and feeling and thinking that, yeah, I can do this. This is normal. Not coming from a place of, oh, shit, I don't know if I can, I don't feel good about this. If we continually put that into our children's heads from a young age, they'll just grow up knowing that nothing else, that this is how it's supposed to be, this is how I can be, this is how it's done, and that's it. Absolutely. And, you know, coming from a background where, you know, my mom was, she was a stay-at-home mom, she tried to go to school, but, you know, we were miserable at you know, daycare. And she said, okay, I'm going to quit school and I'm just going to stay home. She always had that sort of, you know, fire where she said, you know, you can, you can, you can. But when you're seeing something else, it's hard to imagine yourself, you know, doing these things because you're, you're looking at your mom, like, you know, you're home and you're telling me I can. So it's, you're right. It starts with us. And as my daughter sees me, you know, with a nine to five and trying to build this platform. She's like, well, my mom's doing it. I could do it. That's right. So you're so right about that. Lead lead by example, right? Absolutely. I love that. Yes. How do you think that women can should or can continue to push through and break down these ridiculous barriers and, and mindsets and ways of thinking? Oh, you know, it's, I, I wish I could say, and I do say it all the time, believe in yourself, figure out who you are, figure out what you want, and then go after it. Absolutely, you have to do that. But unfortunately, we're fighting a system, a system that's very old, a system that has, you know, an old boys club mentality or, you know, so I think it's going to take not just women like me, like myself, it's going to take men like yourself to help, you know, 
empower us further. It really is going to take a lot more than just, you know, a booming entrepreneurial place. If we have other men trying to help empower us, I think the the wheels will turn faster. But we, we can't give up. We have to keep pushing and just continue making our mark. I think it's our duty as men to do this, to stand beside our women and be allies and help lift them, help elevate them, help amplify their voices, do whatever we can because women have been kept down for so long. It's time. And yes, the shift is happening, but it could be happening a little bit quicker than it actually is. If more men got on board with the initiative and stood beside women and helped to elevate them and raise them up for sure. I couldn't have said that better myself. Very eloquent, Brad. (laughs) Thank you, man. I appreciate that. It's true, though. It's the absolute truth. I mean, yes, women can do it on their own. They don't need men, but it just, it, it bolsters the whole mission together if men are on board with it and it will help arrive, I think quicker. If more, the more men that get on board with this, the better it is for everybody. It's like community. The more people you have to have involved in a community, the better off you're going to be, the, the easier it's going to be to, to accomplish the mission you set out to accomplish. And you can't lose with community. Exactly. And that's, you know, that's one of the things that attracted me to your podcast. I mean, the work that you're doing, I can honestly say that it's unique. It's, it's really inspiring because you are a man and you are lending your platform to all these women to tell their stories and you're empowering them that way. So thank you for having me here. Well, it's honestly, I mean, I say this all the time. It it is my pleasure and my honor to have you women want to be part of this community because without you women involved, there is no platform. So, (laughs) I mean, the honor and the pleasure is all of mine. I mean, I love that we get to, that I get to converse with all these women and hear their stories and share their stories. And as you said, share their truths, the women you interview, you're helping facilitate others to learn from what these women have been through, the adversity they've faced, the struggles, the successes, all of it. It's, it's, again, it always goes back to community and it just, you cannot lose with community. It's, it's an amazing thing. I, I, you know, you, you always hear uh, it takes a village. Yes. 100%. I think that's acro- across the board because things do happen much faster. Oh, for sure. Now, Yvette, you were named one of the Bella bosses we admire this year by Bella magazine. And uh, I've, I've had Vanessa on the show. She's an amazingly, incredibly inspiring woman, the woman who runs the, the Bella empire. How important is that or was that recognition and, and those accolades to you? Ah, oh, it was incredibly, incredibly, it was just such a big honor. I have interviewed Vanessa and she is just one of the most beautiful and authentic human beings I've met. And I respect her and being on her platform to me, it was, you know, I can only say it was a gift because I feel that I became part of that Bella circle and they're incredible women. And it makes me feel like, wow, if, you know, these women are, you know, reading my platform and um, sharing my platform on their 
on their magazine, it shows that, you know, my work is paying off. I don't like to use that word, but it's, it's validation to me that yeah. I'm on the right path Yeah, because I, you know, one of the things that I want to do is surround myself with other inspiring people because that just, it's almost like, you know, when you see that fireball sort of pick up, you know, fire, yeah. you know, that's sort of what it feels like. It's like, okay, I'm on the right path. Yeah. I'm just picking up, you know, more traction. It's, it's affirmation. It's just confirmation that the work you're doing is resonating and it is having impact. And that's a great thing when you can be recognized for that. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm, and I'm very grateful. I don't, you know, I don't take it for granted. I, um, I'm, I'm truly grateful for that. Well, congratulations on that. Well-deserved for sure. Thank you. Yvette, what do you think your unique skill set or superpower is that's helped you become successful? Oh, man, Brad. (laughs) (laughs) Man, hot seat. Wow. I think one of the big ones for me is just being, it sounds simple, being real. Being, I know the the word authentic is overused. (laughs) So I I say, um, you know, I'm from New York, so... I keep it real. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I just, I, I think being myself is a big one. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a hot mess sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I am, you know, vulnerable. Yeah. But those are strengths to me. Yeah. Because they show, they sort of let you in into the real event. So I would definitely say, you know, authenticity. And the other one, there's two more, of okay. course. Resilience mm-hmm. and persistence. I have this just relentless drive. And I'm not going to say that I wake up with it every day. There's some days where I'm not getting the interviews I want. I'm not getting the stories I want. And, and I myself, you know, for personal reasons, different reasons, I sort of feel run down and I'm like, okay, this is just not going, you know, in the direction I want it to. Yeah. So I don't have that drive every day. But I have to tell you that somewhere on those days, something happens that confirms, okay, this is, you know, this is what I'm meant to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say authenticity, resilience, and persistence. Well, you can't we're all, do it we're all going to have those days. You can't have super productive days every single day. You're going to have your down days, of course. Absolutely. How do you define success? What does that word mean to you? Doing what I love. Living the life that I envision for myself. To me, that's success. And it's different for everyone. And it has nothing to do with the material, you know, the car, the home. No. Yeah, I love that. What would you say is one of the best pieces of advice you've ever received, Yvette? Hmm. (laughs) My mom, and I never understood it until I got older. She would always say, you first you second, you last. And I never understood that because she's a mom. And I think what she has been trying to tell me is that I need to love myself first and foremost before I can give that back to anyone or anything. That is definitely one of the things that took me the longest to learn. And I am incredibly grateful to her every day for, you know, instilling that in me. Yeah. 
Very wise woman, for sure. What would you say is one of the most important things you've learned in your life? And what was your life like before learning it? And what was your life like after learning it? Oh, Brad. <laughs> it has to be self-worth. Yeah. I, I spent uh, most of my life not, not valuing who I was. And I would just accept whatever was given to me. And now that I know my worth, I can't accept less than I deserve. It's just something that you can't do once you have self-worth. What would you say is your personal motto? If you can believe it, you can do it. Yes. I love that one. That one's a great one for sure. What does the word empowerment mean to you? Greatness. All right. Okay, we're going to jump into a little rapid fire section here. So I'll give you a bit of a break. So they're just like, okay. 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 (laughs) How would you describe yourself in one word? Love. If you could teach the world one thing, what would it be? Compassion. What's one thing? Okay. What's one thing you want but cannot buy with money? Inner peace. If you could change one thing about the world, what would you change? It's hard to do it in one word, but change. Oh, you the can way... use a couple words. That's okay, okay, because okay, that was hard. <laughs> <laughs> I would change the way we see each other. I wish we could see each other just on equal playing field. Okay. If you had a theme song that played every time you walked into a room, what song would that be? Limitless by Jennifer Lopez. Uh, what is one of your favorite entrepreneurial books? It's not necessarily an entrepreneurial book. Okay. But it changed my life. It's Jen Sincero's, I think it's called How to Be a Badass. Yeah, she, that whole it, series of her books are awesome. That book, I was going through a very tough time, short story, very difficult time. My daughter bought me that book one Christmas, maybe five years ago. Yeah. It completely changed my life, and it took AW into overdrive. Yeah, I love that book. I've read that one, too. It's a great (laughs) one, for sure. And you can read it more than once. Yes, absolutely. Entrepreneur life is? Sacrifice. (laughs) (laughs) Mom life is? Don't make me cry. It's everything. The last book or podcast I listened to or read was? I'll say yours. <laughs> <I like that. laughs> but the other one is Latina to Latina podcast. It is one of my hands down favorite other than yours, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> you're just saying that because you're on here right now. <laughs> yeah, Latina to Latina podcast. Okay. My favorite way to unwind is? Mm, to write. That concludes our rapid fire section. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. <laughs> Who in your life has had the biggest impact on you and why? Oh, Brad, I just did um, my daughter. Your daughter? She is my inspiration. She is, she's the reason why I do everything, including, I don't know. She's everything. I love it. Can you tell me about a moment when a person's kindness made a difference in your life? I've been lucky, had many. One that sticks out for you. I'll tell you a recent one because I think it's important to share. So my ex-husband, we've been divorced for many years. We we went to drop off my daughter yesterday at, at college and 
and it was his wife himself obviously my daughter and i yeah and when we dropped her off when i got back to the car as you know i completely broke down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was a complete mess and he held my hand mm -hmm. and we've you know if, if you've read the book you know we've had our ups and downs he looked at me and he said you are a strong woman you are resilient and you've given her those tools to face any challenges that she may face. You're going to get in that car, you're going to cry it out, and then you're gonna take a deep breath and start tomorrow fresh. That's and beautiful. He, you know, we were married 10 years and yeah. he was my best friend. And I can still say that we're very good friends. And being able to forgive each other, you know, because things sometimes just don't work out, yep. people grow apart. Being able to have that moment with him and just him, you know, extending that kindness to me, that moment of grace, it, it meant a lot. And it, it really did help just close the circle. So beautiful. I love it. That's amazing. I'm lucky, Brad. <laughs> yes, absolutely. What would your friends, parents, or siblings list as a couple of your best characteristics, do you think? Hands down, empathy is one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Vulnerability. Okay. And positive. I'm just, I, you know, I'm not saying I'm positive all day, every day, but <laughs> I do try to spread positivity. Yeah. Well, you're doing that with your mission your your purpose your platform so there you go what would you say are the top three skills needed to be a successful entrepreneur thick skin <laughs> <laughs> yep that's one for sure integrity mm -hmm. energetic ah you need energy yeah it's a spirit it's it's something that that carries it's, it's this sort of positive spirit that carries you through the tough days and reinvigorates you during the good days. It's sort of that inner fire. You need yeah. spirit. Okay. If you could set up a billboard anywhere, where would you put it? And what would it say? That's a good question. <laughs> I know a lot of people would say, you know, Times Square. But I, I would actually say, I don't know if you know New York at all. But I would, ah, I would put it on just like right between Dykeman and Broadway. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a hugely predominantly Latino community. And I think a lot of women need inspiration in our community. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. Yvette, what would you say is one of your biggest failures or we'll call them life lessons or teachable moments? And what did you learn from it? My divorce. My divorce showed me in a weird way. It showed me how to forgive. Okay. If you could go back and give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be? It's always going to go back to learn your self-worth. It is the core of everything you will do and all the decisions you make. Yeah. I mean, absolutely everything starts with self and the foundation of self and just emanates out from that. So if you have a good foundation of self-worth, then it, it can only go up from there. It, it's so important that we learn that as 
I mean, again, this is another thing that we need to instill into our children at a young age is that you are worthy. You deserve, you're deserving. You are loved. All of that. It needs to be drilled into our children's heads so that again, it just becomes second nature. It just becomes part of their DNA, part of who they are. They don't know any different because this is what they've been told. Because I, th- I believe that if you tell someone something enough, they're going to believe it, Absolutely. whether it be negative or positive. Uh, that's exactly what I was going to say. You're, you're so right. And I think it's hard to go through life without having that sense of self-worth. Oh, and I did sure. it for a long time, but I am breaking you know, the cycle by teaching my daughter that, you know, if, if you met her, she is, ah, uh, she knows what she's worth. You know, she knows that there's nothing she can't do if she does the work. Yeah. That's the key right there is teaching our children that shit's not just going to fall in your lap. You got to work for it. You got to put in the hours, you got to put in the time, but this is all a great testament to you, Yvette, and the work you've done in instilling these things in your daughter. I think it's amazing. So kudos to you as a mother and as a woman teaching another young woman that all of these lessons, all of these things, it's amazing. I think you've done a wonderful job. You know, in all fairness, because I think it's important for us to give kudos to the men that deserve it. None of us are perfect, but her father, my ex-husband has been, you know, we co-collaborate. And one of the things that people say to us is, you know, you guys you set aside your differences and you were able to raise this, you know, secure, amazing, strong young lady. And, you know, I have to commend him because he is her cheerleader. He is my cheerleader. And, (laughs) you know, we, um, we've been able to put her first. And I think, you know, that's been essential to, you know, raising this amazing young lady, putting our differences first to, you know, give her what she needed because yeah. at the end of the day, it's, it's about the kids. It's, it's so important that they grow up knowing that they're worthy and that they're loved and that they can do anything that they set their minds to. It's, it's such an important lesson. Most Absolutely. definitely. Lastly, Yvette, if you were to deliver your last 30 second speech to the world, what would that last 30 seconds sound like? Oh, Brad. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like blown yeah, away we'll today. Go, we'll go out on a high note. <laughs> <laughs> on a tough one it is a tough one the last 30 seconds it could be anything i want it to be anything yeah absolutely i am the daughter of dominican immigrants i was born and raised in new york i've made mistakes i've made bad decisions i've had failures that now look like lessons i never thought that i could accomplish everything that i've accomplished And I can't wait to do more and show the world what I'm capable of. That's it. Beautiful. That's a great way to go out. I love it. (laughs) I love the the message that you're sending there. That's beautiful. Yvette, thank you so much for taking the time to be here today and share your story and your journey with me here and the audience and the Empowerography community. It's been such a pleasure and absolute honor to have you here and learn about what you're putting out into the world, the amazing greatness that you're putting out there. Thank you so much. I appreciate you and I appreciate the work you're doing and I wish you all the continued success, which I'm sure you will achieve most definitely. Brad, 
I, I, there aren't enough words to explain how special this interview was. You allowed me to be myself. You allowed me to be vulnerable. And I appreciate you for all the work you're doing for us women and for men, because I think men should, you know, definitely take a listen. There's a lot, a lot you can learn from your episodes. So thank you for allowing me to tell my story on your platform. It's my pleasure, my honor. Like I said, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time to be here and for wanting to share your story and be part of this community. So thank you so very much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Take care. Once again, my name is Brad Walsh, host of your Empowerography podcast. Today, my guest has been Yvette Bowden. She is the founder and creator of Awakened Woman and an author. Thanks so much, Yvette. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day. Thank you. You too, Brad. Take care. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends. You can find me at visuphoria.ca, follow me on Instagram at Empowerography Podcast, and on Facebook at Empowerography. Please join me next time for another inspirational story from yet another amazing woman.